Listen, we're starting, baby. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to We Podcast Inner Things, episode 221, where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, again, <laughs> as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. So technically, this is episode 221.5. Yeah. Uh, so we've already been recording for an hour, and then in the middle of the recording... My microphone short-circuited. I was shocked, literally, not like appalled. I mean, like legitimately electrocuted. And I thought he fell off his chair because I was like, Greg, hello, are you okay? He just just hears me go, ah. And gone, and nothing, don't hear nothing. I don't see no, like, your your mic nuns up and down. I was like, oh my God, God forbid, did he have a stroke? Is he okay? (laughs) I'm typing in chat. I'm here. I'm alive. Can you hear me? I can hear him through my headphones. I cannot uh, however, you know, I'm on my second me. glass of, of Terramana tequila. So I was like, oh, my God, maybe I had too much. Maybe I just can't hear Greg. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. So so we thought that the uh, episode could be salvaged, but only Sam's audio. So <laughs> my and you, guys, and you guys don't want to just hear me. Let's be real for you're just going to hear uh, Leon. And that's like two <laughs> minutes in. And that's all you're, I mean, you're going. What the fuck am I listening to? So what we decided to do was start over. Uh, uh, what a daunting task. It's after 930 at night. Um, we started, but we're going to speed run through this episode. So we're going to tell you right off the bat. Neither one of us got our trivia, right? <laughs> and they were really good questions. Uh, mine was around the uncharted game on Vita. Sam's was, he had a game informer from 2001 and he asked me the number one selling game of July, 2001. Like, what? Awesome. It, it was pretty cool. I got a Game Informer. Uh, it was basically when Devil May Cry first came out, and I saw the MPD in the back, and I was like, this is literally right up Greg's alley. He guessed Super Mario Advance. Incorrect. It was actually Gran Turismo 3. So, like, it was a super fun. <laughs> we had a great first hour. Like, I would say. No, we really did. We did. We really did. <laughs> this was one of my favorite episodes in a while, but it's gone to Father Time now. Father Time. <laughs> Is, is a pain in my ass. Uh, so we are going to speed run through it. Like there are some smaller stories that we'll just kind of run through real quick. Uh, we didn't get done too, too much. We were on the second story in television and there's only like, there's only six or seven stories, but we spent a while on our trivia and on our picks of the week. Cause we loved them a lot. Mine was tiger an episode or a documentary two part on HBO about tiger woods. I said that a lot about you can't vilify the guy for something. He made a choice for his personal life. It ain't our business. So, and I'll stand by that. It's a phenomenal documentary, two-parter tiger. Check it out. And my pick of the week was, it's called all me. They have a YouTube channel. It's called all me. This segment is called man at arms. If you watched um, forged by fire on the history channel, you should know what, what kind of it's about. So this show, they basically, make weapons from your favorite anime, movies, TV shows. And I just fell down a YouTube, just a, a, a black hole. I just fell through it and, and I couldn't stop. They made Inuyasha's Tech Saiga, Roni Kenshin's Rose Blade Sword, Trunk Sword from Dragon Ball Z, the Sword from Witcher 3, Dante's Rebellion from Devil May Cry, Alucard from Castlevania, Cloud Strikes from uh, Final Fantasy. It, it goes on and on. If you watch anime, they made... Uh, Blades of Chaos from God of War. Everything they make, they explain everything, the hours, the hard work it took to get in. And at the end of each video, they cut watermelons in half. They test a blade. It's absolutely phenomenal. Do yourself a favor. All me, YouTube channel, Man at Arms. So we're going to talk about the story. I, I couldn't speed run that any faster. 
We got our picks of the week out there. We got trivia done. We'll speed run through some of the stories. We'll still do our top three because, quite frankly, it was a fun one. Yeah, it really was. We had a good time. But like for us to fake doing trivia, a lot of shows which is oh let's just let's just act like we never did it. That takes away all the integrity of it. Yeah. We didn't want to do that. We just wanted to let you know they were fun questions. We both got them wrong. No shocker. It is seventeen and a half for me, sixteen and a half for Sam. So we're moving to movies because this is really important stuff, and uh, especially the lead-in story. And so we'll just kind of kick it off with movies. Four minutes into the show, I think that's a fucking record. Um, <laughs> but but regardless, it looks like the Snyder Cut is going to be a four-hour film as opposed to a four-part miniseries. I wish you heard our thoughts already on this. Well, let's talk about it again. <laughs> the, the, it, it, this is it's music to my ears. I mean, I would rather give me the entire movie at one time rather than drag it out a month. This was never supposed to be a miniseries. This was always supposed to be a movie. So everyone bitching about, oh my God, four hours. There's a pause button. Pause the thing and go take a piss. That's it. Back in the day when we had to see uh, Titanic, when we had to see King Kong, they were all three and a half, four hour movies. We saw that shit in theaters and we still made it. Now we get to watch it at the comfort of our own homes. My whole point, one of my points was when we earlier said it, that I, I don't think that maybe Zach never could find an end point for each episode to kind of give you that cliffhanger because mm. he never had attention. It was supposed to be seen all the way through. It's a movie. It's four hours. If it's too long, pause it, come back to it. That's it. You sound like Michael Jordan in the drugs or McDonald's commercial. Stop it. Go do something else. Stop it. <laughs> the way you said that. Like, you're like, pause it. I'm just like, are you Michael Jordan? I mean, I did uh, recently kind of rewatch a couple episodes of that doc again. So good. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I agree with a lot of your points. I would say the average American, myself included, our attention spans don't accommodate a four hour anything. But you're absolutely right in that this was made to be a movie. It's it's a lot easier to just pull it out in one one stop uh, as opposed to trying to fake a cliffhanger or find points to pause and stop the episodes and pick it back up because that could be super awkward. It was not made with that intention. So I can see your point 100 percent. You've swayed me the first time. I'm just going to concede the second time. <laughs> Again, it, it, there's, there's just so much to be excited for this movie. We're going to get Jared Leto's Joker, whatever kind of the, the road warrior path that he kind of said the Joker's on. We get a new look at Deathstroke. We get to see what Darkseid's looking like. We get the Batman we deserve, the Ben Affleck that we kind of fell in love with in BVS. Because he, he really got a lot of praise of that in that film, at least how he played Batman. But when Josh Whedon did it, he fucked it all up. I was just, I was just about to say, I want to go on record that in the first time we recorded, you had said about Joss Whedon, you had said Joss Whedon made some dumb Marvel shit. And I just, or some fucking Marvel shit, whatever you said. And I was but he, like, he did like the, the stupid thing when flash fell on wonder woman, how he made kind of like Batman freaking useless and like stupid. How he basically took cyborg out of the movie. Like there was no heart in that movie. It was just stupid, hokey, dumb shit. And it, it, I, this, this film really needed to see like Zack Snyder's full vision. Give us like let's see his give it you know we're not going to get the full vision obviously we're supposed to get two more sequels but at least let him finish this one out the way he wanted it to and we are like two months away I can't, I mean it, it, I may not be able to see it on the big screen of your house but you know my my fifty inch will have to do we'll see I mean like at least maybe some of it <laughs> I don't I don't know you haven't yeah, been watch to my the house. first two hours come back tomorrow for the other two <laughs> you, you haven't been to my house in a year. 
and like almost a my, year, almost a year, it's almost been a year. So it's it's been t- over ten months since you've been in my house. We've only seen each other twice, three times, three times. So like, I, I that's crazy. I'm seeing you on a quarterly basis now, which is yeah. not what I'm used to. Yeah. Uh, so like, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird, but you never know. So anyway, uh, yeah, just, just people, that. guys, stop bitching. If it's too long, just put to push the fucking pause button. You'll be fine. But again, when a, but when a show comes on and you binge ten straight hours, that's all good. But a movie comes out four hours, oh, everyone loses their minds. Grow up, Peter Pan. <laughs> that was not in the first one. I like that. That's a good way to end that story. I think we'll, <laughs> I think we'll segue into some uh, – we actually talked about this. I actually came in with breaking news. It was like the first fucking time in five years that as we're recording, we drop breaking news. And, and of course, it's the episode that gets corrupted. We had talked about <laughs> Uncharted getting delayed from July of 2021 to February of 2022. Yeah, I mean – it definitely sucks, but when you think about it, when you honestly think about it, if the movie came out in 2021, we don't even know if our movie theater in Philly is open yet. So no one, at least in Philadelphia, is in a rush to go to the movies. If it came out this year, it would probably lose millions of dollars. The smart move is wait another year because it's probably going to take this entire year and maybe even some of next year to get everyone vaccinated. I mean, it sucks. I was really excited to see Uncharted. I think you were even coming around on it. Yeah, hundred percent. This is a movie that super intrigued me, so I was I was in. I'm fine with waiting. Yeah, I, I, I mean, guys, I I wouldn't even expect all the movies start trickling in once we hit February, March. More movies are going to get delayed. I think you even said um, the corrupted episode that you won't be surprised if 007 gets pushed back again. Yeah, No Time to Die is probably next. We know Ghostbusters Afterlife, Cinderella, Peter Rabbit 2. They've all been pushed back as well in the same story as Uncharted. Other movies were as well, but Uncharted kind of took the cake. Yeah, so I mean, just just expect it like we're still in basically 2020. Just expect things to get delayed to 2022. Uh, You know, and all this news in the midst of all these delays, it is nice to have a conversation with you right now about a movie that's being moved up. Not only are we getting a trailer on Sunday for Godzilla versus Kong. If you're listening to this episode early, it's coming Sunday. If you listen to it Monday or after, it's out now, baby. Go check it out. Godzilla versus Kong trailer Sunday, but also it's been moved up from May to March. We're getting Godzilla versus Kong and the Snyder Cut in the same month. Oh, my birthday's coming early. I, I'm so freaking excited to see this trailer. I I, I, I don't know what, what they're going to do. I, I don't know how they're going to match these two up. I don't know if, if Kong's Island's going to get drowned out. He goes to New York or she goes to New York and then she starts wrecking havoc. Then, you know, Godzilla's the protector. He's got to come up some ass. And, and and that'll be the end of Kong. Godzilla's the mama. Oh, I, oh. <laughs> Godzilla has a baby. I hope it's the mama. Godzilla has a baby in, in, in one of the movies. And it's like in the movie, little tiny little Godzilla dude jumping around doing drop kicks. Uh, I can't remember the little Godzilla's name, but regardless, wait, were, I'm you with- talk- wait, were you talking about, wait, was that the, uh... wait, not the new Godzilla. Godzilla. You're, you're talking about the old Godzilla. Yeah. The Japanese Godzilla's Godzilla's Okay. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was no, thinking of like Michael Broderick. I was like, when they were all running no, around Matthew, the subway, <laughs> Matthew Broderick, Matthew Broderick. That's- what did I say? Michael, <laughs> it's been a long night. Yo, I, I, yo, I had two glasses of, te- of tequila. I'm, I'm feeling real good. 
Uh, it's uh, that's a lot of fish. That's the best line of that movie, 1998. It's you know, in Japan, that movie's called Godzilla USA. Just oh. a little trivia for you. But I'm excited for this movie. I cannot wait to see the trailer. And I had and I had also read an Instagram comment from somebody who said uh, on our IG commented and said at we podcast and we know things. I'm not going to lie. If I can get a ticket to see this in IMAX during a weekday with no other people, I'm going to do it. And that was from the corner view on Instagram. Uh, so we have people out there that are willing to go to the theaters. I am a COVID idiot. I am not among them. I will patiently wait and watch this from the comfort of my house on HBO Max. Oh, my God. That's it's perfect. It, it could be they can make that one three hours long. That's no problem, guys. I got a pause button. I did say, though, I I, I thought what the plot would be in the first episode of this, that we, the first run. So I want to say and put it on the record. I think that uh, Godzilla comes to New York to raise havoc, to wreak havoc. Godzilla being the protector of the city, at least in the 98 movie. And I think I think it was San Francisco in the 2014s. Regardless, Godzilla comes from the sea to protect a city. I think will come up. That's where you get the versus thing where they're going to start the movie at odds. I think there's going to be a big bad that comes in and they have to join forces. And at the end, we're going to get a 2v1 or even maybe a 2v2 giant kaiju monster battle for 40 minutes. And it's going to blow our minds. That's what I think. Oh, dude, I would love a 2v2. <laughs> Sold. Can't wait. You get Mecha Godzilla and King Ghidorah at the same time. That's four, five, six heads. That's six heads total on screen. I can't wait. That's too much, too many heads for me. I, I, I mean, it, again, th- th- I feel like this movie, it's taken a huge risk. I, I know I said it in the first time we did it, but it had a 200, probably a $300 million budget. It's, it's right to HBO Max. I know, yes, it's going to theaters, but. I don't think Philadelphia theaters are open yet, so I don't even think we have a shot. No, I, I don't think we will. I think HBO Max is going to be the home for us, unless we want to drive to Indiana. Uh, I don't I don't know. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm good. I digress. Let's move on. Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, not only was it confirmed to have started filming this week, so it is filming now, it is on track, but Matt Damon has now been cast. We had an interesting conversation about this the first time around. Yeah, I mean, we all know Matt Damon was uh, low-key in, like, the joke version of Ragnarok. Well, you know, very funny. I, I did enjoy it, but is he going to be good doing the same thing? Does he have a major role? Is he going to be doing, like, a little um, like a little cameo thing he did for Deadpool 2 when Cable kind of comes back? And I think it was him and... Casey Affleck? That, or was it Alan Tudyk? Oh, you know what? It might have been Tudyk. I can't again, remember. and you didn't recognize them. You know, they were such. You know, like they were like fat suits and had all like. Once air you knew it was hair. them, once you knew it was them, you knew it was. Them. Oh yeah, you, yeah, because you're looking like, oh, okay, yep, that's him. So if, if they yeah. do something like that, and you, like you, I think you even said at the beginning, like it's like, where's Waldo? And you're looking for Matt Damon in the movie. Uh, it was one of those situations where because we didn't know he was going to be in uh, Ragnarok and because he kind of just showed up, it was never rumored that he was cast, yeah. that he had that cameo. I think now that there's news of him being cast, it might lead to a bigger role. But I also wouldn't be a- opposed to taking the Stan Lee route where we have to look out for him every day movie and we're playing Where's Waldo with Matt Damon. That would yeah. be a lot of fun. I mean, I, I, would rather, I think I'd rather see Matt Damon do like another Bourne movie or something. But I, I did go on a rant and a tangent about if so facto, Matt Damon might be the next Stan Lee. I, I would say that rant was epic. And if it's a shame, no one's ever going to hear it. <laughs> I, I heard it, Greg. You did good. You laughed. And I and, and when you I get a genuine belly laugh from Sam. I know. I know I've done good job. You did good. Uh, good. Wonka. Oh, Wonka. Uh, Wonka. A Willy Wonka. And we're not talking about a Wonka trunk. No. No, no, no. A uh, a prequel film is happening, and it will be released. I think 
the it will be released thing isn't news. I feel like we talked about it before, but regardless, we now have a release date of March 17th, 2023. This is where our top three is going to lie this week. We do not feel that this film is necessary. So we're going to talk about our other top three prequels that probably shouldn't happen. But before that, what was your reaction when you heard about this? I, I, like, guys, that, everything, this is what you went for, a prequel to Willy Wonka. Like, I, to be honest, I really, I wasn't really a big fan of Charlie and the and the Chocolate Factory. I, would, I just kept looking at Charlie uh, Johnny Depp's teeth. They took me out of the movie. I couldn't take it serious. Nothing will touch Gene Wilder's performance. That should just stand on its own like planes, trains, and automobiles. That should stay there. But no, we're getting Kevin Hart and The Rock, I think. Well, uh, and listen, there's plenty of there are plenty of worse things that can be made into a prequel. Well, maybe not. This is this, I know, is, this is this is a hard pass. I don't care if it's Tom Holland playing him. I don't care if it's Logan Lerman. I like them both actors. Hard pass. Yeah. So we we went through some other prequels we don't think are necessary. Uh, we had some fun with it the first time. I think we can equally have some fun the second time. What's your number three? My my number three. So we had the alien prequel, Prometheus. Absolute dog shit. Piece I, was, of shit. I remember I, so me, me and you saw it in theaters. It was dog shit. Yeah, and, I, and IMAX. Yeah. So, you know, again, you know, got horrible reviews. So then Ridley Scott said, huh, let me make another prequel called Alien Covenant, which also sucked. If they make another Alien prequel, which Ridley Scott, you never know with him. Go, go, go do King Kingdom of Heaven. Go do a sequel to that again. Go redo the film again. Because when he redid it, Director Scott, it was actually good. Please, God, take Ridley off of Alien. Let somebody else take a crack at it and, and move forward. Enough of this prequels. I am such a nerd that I named my films. So uh, I think I might have put too much thought into this into this list. I had some fun with it. Uh, not every prequel on my list is a movie. There is one video game, but we'll start with the movie. Uh, I think this movie would not really have the same appeal as its 2000, I think, four counterpart. Uh, I can see why that movie was made and is, is universally loved. But to go watch this guy just walk around for an hour, I'm kind of out. And I'm talking about Shaun of the Living. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine a prequel to Shaun of the Dead where it's just normal life? It's just Simon Pegg going to work. It's <laughs> just the worst movie ever. It's just the worst movie ever. It's just a camera following around, going to the pub. Hey, let me get a pint. Where are you going? Going to work. See you later. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm kind of out if we ever see Sean of the Living. My number two. Please, please, God. We never need to see an origin story of Dominic Toretto. <laughs> I, I have to say, I said this the first time. I got to say it again. Uh, I was going to do a final or Fast and the Furious. I just didn't get it. Um, I, I was hoping you would, and you fucking did. You brilliant, you brilliant man. I mean, it, it's guys. We're going to get by the time they're done. There's what 11, 12 movies. Got a spinoff with The Rock, Jason Statham. They're going to keep going. You know, live a quarter life, mile at a time. I got it. I get it. I don't need to see Dominic Toretto go back killing the guy in the wrench. I don't need to see him go back and how they started stealing 18 wheeler trucks. I, I I just don't need it. I don't need it. End it when they go to space. That's it. You can't do anything more. Just, just end the franchise. You made billions of dollars. Go do another Chronicles of Reddick. Thank you. <laughs> uh, could pitch black get a prequel? I don't know. 
I don't. Well, know. well, actually, I, I will. You know, I will. I wouldn't mind because in the beginning, how he got his eyes, they say you had to kill a guy and do this, and you pay a man. I, I forget to even quote two centimeters are cool to get these eyes coded or some shit. But that yo, that one, okay. Um, you have my attention. What would it be called? Not yet pitch black, like like I don't know. In, Still sunny. In living, in living color. <laughs> There it is. No, you can't, like, that's a TV show. You got to be like, it's still sunny or, you know, sundown it's or something. It's sunny. It's a goddamn TV show. All right. My number two is a video game. And it, uh, <laughs> and we definitely don't need this one. This is uh, Kid Kratos starring in Boy. Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers away for that for that game because it's still only two, two, two and a half years old. But, uh, I I like my Kratos mysterious. I don't need to know how he became silver. I don't need to know why he has a giant red piece of you know scar or paint over his eye. I don't want to know what drove him to kill his entire family. But what I need to know is what's going to happen later. So sequels, I'm all for them. Prequels, no more. Kid Kratos, you're off the list. <laughs> I like that one, actually. <clears throat> my number one. We never... Never need a sequel or a prequel to Rambo. So good. I don't need to see what he went through in Vietnam War. I'm sure it's it was horrible. I'm sure it was horrible. I'm good. That's, a, that's, that's one way to put it. I, I'm yeah. good at him just coming back from it. He's traumatized. To me, Rambo began and ends with Stallone. Uh, my number one's back to movies. And... Uh... Again, I hate to shortchange everybody. We had a much longer discussion around this the first time around. I, I hate to, I hate to like. But again, we we wanted the guy give you guys something. Rather, you know, it's better. Something's better than nothing. And we're we're still going to try to bring the energy and and have fun with it. I just wish I could remember everything I said about this one because this one was fun. I, I I can picture it now. Give him a Hawaiian shirt and a weird accent. You got Ace Ventura, child detective. Uh, <laughs> before he was a pet detective. He was a child detective. And no, I don't mean he was an adult doing cases on missing children. No, no, no. I mean, a young Ace Ventura. He was the star of the neighborhood. Everybody looked up to him. They gave him the cases. My cat stuck in a tree who stole my mail. He was all over it until one day he got the case of his life. But something went terribly wrong and it scarred him. It scarred him deeply. That's where he got his comedic need to entertain. And he said, I can't take this anymore. Instead of solving the biggest mysteries life has to offer. I want to be a pet detective. I just want to find the puppy. And because, and because they got to throw it in because every kid needs a dog, they throw in a puppy and his love for this puppy. It grows and grows. And he says, you know what? My calling are pets. And that's how the Ace Ventura pet detective movies happen. I just gave you the prequel. You don't even need it. <laughs> that's and it. We're good. We're good. We don't and, need it. And, and now you know why you don't need it. Cause that wasn't entertaining at all. So uh, <laughs> Ace Ventura child detective. Let's move into television. We had a really good conversation around this. So I want to give a time and attention to this one as well. Uh, I want to note that we were about 45 minutes to an hour in the first time. We are 22 minutes in now. So uh, we'd be, we be speed running here. Uh, we could be getting a new Batman the Animated Series coming to HBO Max. It's not confirmed, but Kevin Smith had something to say about it. I mean, I know it was what, 
it was Fat Man Beyond, or I forget what he changed his podcast to, but it was him and Mark Bernard, where they both both said, yep, I heard the same exact thing. So they both heard from different sources that it's in the works, that it was already kind of being talked about. And to me, it's been something that probably has been in the works for years now. I don't know if maybe they're trying to get Bruce Tim back, Paul Dini. I, I don't know any of that. But I know all the voice cast. I know, um, like Michael Rosebaum, he just had half the cast that was on um, Justice League Unlimited, which Kevin Conroy was on, and all of them, everyone from, you know, uh, John Stewart, Martian Man, Hunter, Wonder Woman, Hawkman, Hawkwoman, everyone was back, it is down to do revive Justice League Unlimited, because they all, they all say how much fun they had recording. And that's all you ever hear, Kevin Conroy, um, Mark Hamill, all them guys, they, they, they had a blast doing it. Yes, you know, some of the cast has, has passed away. Um, voice actor played um, Alfred. I think his name was Ephraim. He passed away. Michael Ansar, who played Mr. Freeze. I, I don't think anyone will ever capture that dark, haunting, just the way he captured Mr. Freeze. I don't think anyone will ever do as good as he did. But again, I, someone hopefully could fill, try to fill his shoes. But as long as you at least get Hamill and Connery back, maybe Tara Strong's back as um, Batgirl. I doubt you get Harleen Sorkin back at Harley Quinn. That would be great. This show needs to happen. And I think you can get Hamill. I think like Skywalker saga is done. There's, there's not a ton of things he's working on. Conroy to me is the one like I want Hamill back. Don't get me wrong. His Joker is maniacal. It's actually the one in my head at all times. He's the one I think about most, uh, even more than Ledger or Phoenix or even, you know, your favorite Jared Leto. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I think that's a possibility to me. Conroy has to come back, but he is like on Twitter. He's constantly interacting with people that ask questions about it. And, and, you know, uh, oh, he, he does, he does cameos and everyone knows that we grew up watching a show. He was our hero and he's still down for the role. His, his, he still sounds the same when he slips in this Bruce Wayne, when he goes in his Batman voice, it's, it's still the same. And, and like, I'm sure like millions of people, when I read Batman comics, I'm reading it and hearing it. I hear Kevin Conroy and Joker. It, it's like a mix between Hamill and Ledger. That that's kind of like my Joker's now. And Conroy and Hamill both did the Arkham games, and they're not so far behind, right? So like, this is totally possible that they could still be doing and, this. And, and they did some DC animated movies also. And there you go. And, and Arkham Knight even was only five, maybe six years ago. I think it came out mid fifteen. So. You know, it's not like it's uh, lost to father time or anything like that, you know, and, and I think something like that would be really exciting because that is absolutely 100 percent a TV series. There's no if ands or buts. It's not. Will it be a four hour movie? Will it be a TV series? It's a reason to subscribe to the service and not just use a 30 day trial. It's the reason to subscribe to a service and stick around. So. I think having that in your back pocket is incredibly advantageous. And, and this so, would be everyone who's in their 20s and 30s, really, like oh, getting so hyped for the show. Everyone who has kids, like, oh my God, I got my kid has to get raised because that's how I was raised. When I remember being three years old at 92, watching the animated series, I started at, like literally right at the beginning. And, and, and you can see me now in, in my office, I'm surrounded by Batman animated series. I'm staring at Kevin Connery's signature in front of me. So, like, the th- day. Th- the show was a huge impact on me, and I know that there's still plenty of stories to be told in this Batman universe. I mean, again, they have the Batman, the adventures continue. Their episode, uh, issue eight, comes out next week. And in the comic version, they introduce Red Hood to the animated series world. They introduce Deathstroke to the animated series. There are so many stories that need to be told. And again, 
Now, it's they're not when they first did it, it was 91-92. Technology's advanced, things could be way faster, so it's not gonna take as long to make episodes. This is a no-brainer. And on top of that, I mean, two days before my wedding, I walk into a hotel room, Sicklerville, New Jersey. I said, Sam, do you want to go TGI Fridays? He says, No. What's on the television? Batman the Animated Series. And it was probably a Mr. Freeze episode because the guy loves it. You love it. And Kirk, the one episode, it won an Emmy. I mean, come on. If you walked into my hotel room, I'd have probably been watching the OC. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're going to have an OC I mean, revival. Guys, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, let's be real. Whose room you want to be in? OC or Batman? Come on. It depends on who you listen. The OC was super popular, man. Don't, okay. don't discount it. Shoot, shoot. Come in our DMs. Come in. We podcast and we know things or stampede. Come in there. Let I'll me know what you want. Story. I'll put in our story as a poll and let the listeners decide. Done. Uh, yeah. And especially with our audience, I know it would be really tight because, you know, nobody in our audience is in the comic book fiend club. Nobody. So I think I think that would be super. Know, cool. Yo, you would be surprised. You're now you're going to have to hear from the fiends because I know some some listen. So no, nah, I know. I know. We'll see I, who comes I, I, through. I, I digress. I uh, listen. Uh, HBO Max is the home for both of them because the OC is exclusively on HBO Max right now. So, regardless, you're going to that service, and HBO is making money, and, and Warner Brothers is making money. Oh uh, yeah. HBO HBO is also greenlit a new Game of Thrones prequel. You want to talk about bad prequels? Well, I, I'm kind of in on this one. I, I'd love to hear where you're at. Uh, they've they've greenlit a new prequel. It's going to be around the tales of Dunk and Egg. I know nothing about that storyline, so I am interested. I, I I still don't know how I feel. As long as Weiss and Benihoff are not attached to the project, I have no reason. To be <laughs> I have no reason to be out. I'm all in. If and 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 double down on the fact that it's based on something George R R wrote. Remember those last three seasons? They ran out of book material. True, they had to do their own thing. That's the shit Game of Thrones. The first five seasons of Game of Thrones are arguably five of the greatest television seasons uh, in history. So when you're using George R.R. stuff as the basis, I have no reason to be skeptical. As long as Weiss and Benioff are out and you're writing and you're using George's uh, actual, you know, writing as the as the uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? The inspiration or what have you. The source material. I'm in. I'm 100 percent. in. I mean, who are we kidding? Like. We, we, we both love that world. I'm sure we're both going to be watching it day one. Now, is this the third show that they're making? They have the uh, the Targaryen one. It's like House of the Dragon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's that one and there and was another one, right? That, yeah, but that other one was about the White Walkers and it was scrapped. Yeah, well, that one was – but I thought there was three. Oh, no, there's one about – um, shit, there's one about the, to, the Targaryens, the history of the Targaryens. No, that's the dragon one. I, I, still, thought, I still thought there was another one. I'll, I will look it up. Game of Thrones. I, I know there was one, another one that got canceled with Naomi Watts. Was that the one that got yeah, canceled? Yeah, that was the white that was the White Walker one. Um let's see. Yeah, House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones prequel. Um that's it. It was the House of the Dragon and then the other one. They I remember two years ago that they said there were gonna be five. Yeah, we that's what like, I'm saying. I was, I, yeah. yeah. But they wouldn't release all of those at one time. They would go one, then the other, then the other, then the other, then the other. And so I guess this is now – I think House of the Dragon will be first. This one will be second, probably replacing that Naomi Watts White Walker one, which I would have been so fucking in on. My God. Naomi Watts and the White Walkers, two of my favorite things on Earth. I'm in. But, of course, it's gone. Never to be seen. Just like the first <laughs> half of our episode. Gone. Never to be heard. Uh, you can tell we're bitter. You can tell we're bitter. Uh, we fit all that in because now we're back to where we were. And we are in there in half the time. So 
I will say, and you know, that that's a positive that, uh, that we literally did it in half the time. I didn't think it was possible. For say, but now. now everything is going to be fresh because we only got this far. Yeah. Now we are back to your regularly scheduled episode because I haven't heard these yet. And this is the part of the show I've been personally waiting for the most. Um, Sam's thoughts of WandaVision. The first two episodes available on Disney Plus. The second, maybe, or I'm sorry, the third, maybe even the fourth. I don't know how many are going to drop. I imagine just one, but we'll see. Available by the time you're hearing this. So, Sam, the first two episodes, what'd you think? Honestly, I just thought they were okay. It, it, nothing, nothing, um, I'm I'm not itching for more yet. Maybe that was their intention to give us two just to kind of whatever. I know it was you know a lot of homage. I love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke shows like that. That's fine. I I grew up watching them shows like my I have older parents and that's what I grew up watching. So like, that's cool. Like I get all that. I get the jokes, but I I kind of don't give a shit if I'm being honest. You're allowed I, to not give a shit. I mean, what I did hear that the show takes place directly after Endgame. Okay, I get that. So, what happened after Endgame? Vision's dead. Okay. Scarlet Witch is one of the most powerful mutants there is. So, this this show should introduce mutants to the MCU or eventually get us there. This is... It's... It's all in her head. She, like To me, she's doing this. She's controlling everything. Yes, he has crazy powers, and yes. it's like I I I feel like I kind of know where the story's already headed. It like I'm I'm just not I'm not excited. Like tomorrow's episode, maybe maybe after I finish. I hope after I finish, I, I'm 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 singing a different tune. But right now, it's it's a little bit of chore for me to go watch it. Unless it's another 23 minute episode, then I'm fine. But if it's going to be like a 45 minute episode and it's like the same crap, hopefully it kind of picks up. And now it's good to see that we're in color now, at least at the end. I know that we saw, um, was it a uh, sword? So we know they're in there. You got with the guy, the guy with a beekeeper. I, it just, it just felt like a lot of fluff. Yeah. I feel like this whole probably season, they probably could have did in a, a two hour movie and it would have been fine. I don't disagree with, with the fact that I think some of it's probably fluff. And a lot of that fluff is the comedic stuff and, and like when he goes to work and they have a dinner party and yakety yak comes on, which I've now taught my daughter that song and she loves it. I go yakety yak and she goes, don't go back. It's oh, that's cute. It's it's hilarious. I actually have a video of it. It's hilarious. But regardless, I uh, I am. This is the word I used, have used, will use for this show. I'm intrigued. So I think I'm the opposite of you. I am not waking up at three in the morning like the Mandalorian to watch it when it drops. I will patiently wait till Friday night after my daughter goes to bed and Ashley and I will enjoy it. She actually enjoyed the first two episodes as well, but I love the black and white sitcom. I love, I love Lucy and the Dick Van Dyke show. I grew up on that. Stuff. Say, again, I like it. It's just like, so, but to get a reminder of that for me, that's a, that's a nostalgia kick for go, me. And for it to be, the TV. they run 24 hours a day, but, but I don't want it to be those same old stories. I've seen those episodes a million times. So for me to see, this with first and foremost shot in high definition uh watching it in 4k is a lot different than watching it on a tube tv um back in the 90s and so 
Like, I like that story. I like the fact that Wanda is clearly, this is a figment of her imagination or a reality she is setting up. You hear the outside influence because right in the middle of the episode, Wanda, can you hear me? What's going on? So you know that there's something that this is in her head because we all know how actually Infinity War ended with Vision's death, not even Endgame. So he's been dead for a while. Uh, I love the fact that they're going, you know, uh, you know, decade by decade, as presumably we're going to be in the seventies for this third episode, as we were starting in the fifties and sixties, the intro changes, the, the whole fucking, the, the, the house changed. If you didn't even notice they're in a different house episode to episode. I thought that those things that kind of suspended your reality. And like, it gave me things to look for in the background of what's different. What's the same, what's going on. I like that a lot. I also think, and this is not my original theory, but I thought it before I saw it on the internet. I don't know who she is. The internet has pointed out who she is, but I thought Catherine Hahn was going to be the vi- the villain or at least in a villainous role. People say that she's going to be, I don't want to like spoil it, but she's going to be X. There is a character that she could definitely be. I think she's really fun in the neighbor role. I think they way, way, way play up the cheesy, hammy 50s and 60s acting like, oh, neighbor, I'll be back, sugar. Like, And they ham that up like crazy. I, I, I liked that. I had a lot of fun with it. Is it my favorite show? No. Will it be my favorite show when all is said and done? Probably not. But I think it did enough for me, especially at the end of episode two, where you find out, uh, you know, she is. uh, Well, she is there. They're her and vision are not going to be the only two in the house for, you know, in a while. And then it starts to turn into color. And I think the story is really getting there. You know, I don't mean to sound disrespectful to you. And I don't want to compare these shows apples to apples. Please don't think that's what I'm doing. But how can you love The Mandalorian when it's just took four episodes to get, you know, it took a season and a half to get to where it wants to go, but this is taking too long. I know Vision is the definition of filler. I know Vision's dead. I know that she's controlling, that she's. Scarlet Witch is a lot stronger than we've seen yet. And we're probably going to see just how strong she is as this continues. This is a show that. I have a feeling that I'll watch once and I will never watch again. The Mandalorian, I know I will go back and watch it because I, I just got so much enjoyment out of that show and series. Yeah. And, and like I said, I don't want to compare. Like they're no, not course, the no, same I, show. I got you. I, again, but, it's just it's a cup of tea. Like, tough. is this for you or not? No, this no. Show I just is- think it's tough for you to call this filler and to not at least acknowledge that that's filler, too. That show's all fucking filler. But even but, the but, but I enjoyed I en- the difference is I enjoyed that filler. This filler that, that, it's a chore. When I'm bored, when I'm on my phone, you don't have my attention and you can't keep it. So I think the argument though can't be though that it's filler. I think your argument is it's just boring to you. I think that's a more strong if you told me hey, again, you know what, it's not my cup of tea and it's boring, I'd find more concreteness there than if you said it's filler because there's you watched The Walking Dead for 10 seasons. Don't fucking tell me that show ain't filler. No, I, no I, I, I'm anime. on record saying it's, pro, it's terrible. I'm on record saying it's terrible. But it, then again, Dragon Ball Z has 150 episodes of Dragon filler. Dragon Ball they Z whole, is phenomenal. You bite your tongue. And, but they did super just to cut the filler. It's the same show. No, 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 no. You're, you're, thinking, you're thinking of or something. No, deep, Dragon, Dragon Ball Kai or GT yeah, or whatever. Yeah, Kai, Kai the is without from, the filler. Again, yeah, yeah. WandaVision was a show that it was my least excited film that they had coming out like i'm don't get me wrong show, i'm gl- i'm glad yeah show i'm glad it's coming out first like i want to get it out of the way i want this show gone because i want to get into winter soldier i i 
as a comic reader. Which also comes in March, by the way. True. Which, which is great. Which everything comes in March. March is going to be a hype month. Again, I, Vision was a character I never gave a shit about. I, I agree. And, and one thing that kind of gets me a little annoyed is Scarlet Witch, where she started with this fake accent. And every time and you see lose it, it, it just went away and just like, oh, no, forget the accent. So it's like, no, shit, I agree like, with you there. It's, it's little irks like that that kind of bother me. But again, I'm, I'm again, I'm just it, this is just me. But again, if you guys love the show, great. I, I continue. I hope you absolutely love it. For me, this is one that you will never see this on my my top three list at the end of the year. Where I do agree with you is where you said it's a show where I probably won't go back to it. And I think I'll agree with you there. I think once I'm done on this. I'm good. Like I, I can see myself never going back and watching it, but I am kind of looking forward to tomorrow. I, I am you know, or today for our listeners. I am very intrigued. That's the word I keep going back to by the story that they're telling and, and who is out there. Like you said, we saw sword. We know we're going to see her kids. We know we're going to get this, that, and the other, who is that, you know, is it shield? What like, is it sword calling out to her? I love the Pokemon references, by the way. Uh, well, not reference. They were along. Very, very, very much before Pokemon. But oh, yeah. point being, it's cool to hear Sword and Shield because that's all I think about. Uh, I I am 100% in on this story because it's different. It's not bang, bang, shooty, shoot. It's not big, bad villain comes down and sucks these people away and turns them to dust. And there's Spider-Man. It's like different. And I'm kind of just cool with that right now. It's a nice, you know what it is, Sam? It's a nice show that if you went on your phone for five minutes, it's whatever. It's a cool little show to have on in the background. I like it. I'm intrigued. Am I going to want to watch it the second it's over and keep thinking about it? No, probably not. We'll see where it goes. I love what's coming up with the 70s, the Brady Bunch style that looks like this is going to be. That looks like it's going to be off the wall fun. I think Catherine Hahn's really nice in the role. I love Elizabeth Olsen since Liberal Arts. It's one of my favorite independent films. It's where I found her and heard of her in the first place. So I like it to you. I'm right there with you. I think Vision's kind of a dumb character. I think, you know, he kind of falls flat in almost every possible way. So I'm with you there, but I am, I'm kind of in. But I, I will say episode two was better than episode one. Yeah. And it was, it's funny. Like, I think it's, a che- I think it's kind of cheesy funny. It's like, hey, I'm a dad joke fan. I love that. I shit. mean, the best part of that episode was when they were doing the, the, obviously the magician act, that whole, like that whole bit, that was probably my favorite part of, of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, 100%. So let's read what IGN has to say. WandaVision's two-part premiere provides a solid introduction to the MCU's most high concept idea so far. The multiple layers of this project, The show within a show, the changing eras, and the sinister forces behind it have meant WandaVision has spent a whole two of its nine episodes just placing its pieces on the board. As such, the plot hasn't quite notched into gear just yet. But we know already that we're presented with several surprising and delightful ideas, all spearheaded by two actors who couldn't be better suited for the project. Episode one and two may not be essential television but they paved the way for what could be essential Marvel. Eight. I think that's a really good, it's seven, but I think that's a really good review. I think I agree with a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, I, again, you based know, on what I just to talked eat, about to eat his own. Yeah. To based on what I just talked about for five minutes, I, I think that that lends credence to what I was saying. So I, I'm kind of in on that review. I think a seven is kind of where I'm at. I'm probably closer to like a six, Six and a half, like I said, it's not my favorite show in the world, but I'm intrigued. I sure I'm like, I'm like, a, like, a, like a five. I think a five's fair. Uh, as, hey, at least you're not shitting all over it. Could be worse. Could be worse. 
Uh, Ethan Hawke has been announced as the main villain in the Moon Knight Disney Plus series. But we don't know which villain. No, unannounced villain. I kind of hope it's Jack Russell, who is Werewolf by Night. I feel like he would be absolutely perfect in the role. Hopefully he's not Raul Bushman uh, or the Sun King, which is... That was during um, Max Bemis's run. God forbid if they do the Sun King. If they do the Sun King, oh my God, Moon Knight could be a disaster. But if if they do the Werewolf by Night, Jack Russell, I think it'll be just fine. I uh, I like Ethan Hawke a lot. Same. Um, so and and this Moon Knight series is of all the Disney Plus series, this one's the most intriguing to me, just because of how much you love the character. I've wanted to learn more about the character from the way you talk about him and, and just his backstory seems so interesting and to get a mature, you know, kind of dark Marvel series. If they do that right, I think that this has all the potential in the world to be a slam dunk. So Ethan Hawke, good casting choice. I'm in. And and, and it looks like, um, what's his name? Hopefully will be moon Knight. Um, Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac. So do you, you have a solid, just them two names alone. I think that's enough. Like you can get, like no name act- actors, actresses, like you don't need anyone bigger than that. Like you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that too. Uh, Ted Lasso season two has begun production. The actual Ted Lasso Twitter account. And I think maybe the Apple TV plus account on Twitter uh, confirmed. This was my number two show of the year. The funniest show I have watched in almost a decade. Yeah. It, it, it's on my list. I was watching a couple of things and it does look very funny. It was so fucking funny. It's on my list. You do not have to like sports and you don't have to know shit about soccer. That's, you know, and it takes place in the fucking English Premier League. So you'd think you need to know. You don't. It's just great television. Hilarious. Please go watch it. I cannot wait for season two of Ted Lasso. Got to check it out. Peaky Blinder series. It's to end after its upcoming sixth and final season, but. There's hope on the horizon, my friend, because Deadline reports that there will be a movie released after all of that that will actually be the true end of the franchise. So at least that's great. This is one of my favorite shows. I I think it's so underrated again. But if you watch it, I I think you should watch it with subtitles, because especially if Tom Hardy's on the screen, you can't understand that damn thing he's saying. Uh, Killian Murphy is fantastic. The whole freaking cast. I, I love this this whole I mean it, it's a short seasons. They're usually only like five, six episodes, hour long. So it's it's not crazy long, but it's good to hear that after this last season, get that little movie to tie the knot, kind of kind of what Deadwood did a little bit, but that happened years later. I cannot wait to watch this. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, uh 20, no, uh 15 years later compared to 15 months. Yeah, I would say <laughs> Maybe not Deadwood, but I get the point is Deadwood tied the loose ends. And I think that's what this show or that's what this film is going to do. I could see it being a 90 minute or even just like a two episode arc that they just make into a film like Family Guy used to do. Dude, and that's fine. I will take that all day. Killian Murphy, the whole cast, everyone is fantastic. I think you're spot on when you say that that show's underrated. I think that show's got a cult classic and that deserves more attention. I tried. I tried. I tried. I liked the plot. I just... Like you, man, I'm not a subtitles kind of guy, except for very rare occasions. So it's just tougher for me to get into. Yeah, but it's it's in English. Let's just not confuse things. It's in English, but they just they speak with very heavy accents. So it can be tough. to understand. Yeah. Oh, definitely. The original Muppet show is releasing on Disney Plus all 120 episodes on February 19th. Well, that's got to be great news for you. Uh, well, if it was the original Muppet Babies, I'd be psyched. 
um, even more psyched because then I would legitimately watch them. It was my favorite show as a very young child, especially that theme song. The Muppet Show was cool for me. It's cool. Obviously, it's going to be cool for me as a dad who she's starting to get into the Muppets a little bit. She likes the new Muppet Baby Show. So that's cool. I swore your opening this week was going to be time to light the music or start the music. It's time to light the lights. I swore. Dude, to be honest, I don't remember the Muppet show like at all. I don't remember. (laughs) It's it's fried from my brain. I don't remember a thing. Like, I'm Uh, not even kidding. I barely remember their names. (laughs) I am not kidding. Sam, there's a message in your alphabet. It says, (laughs) ooh. Peter, those are Cheerios. Do you even listen to yourself when you talk? Eh, I drift in and out. Savannah Welch has been cast as Barbara Gordon in season three of Titans. I have no idea who she is. but I looked Bar- her up. I got nothing. Yeah, that, got that, nothing. That, that's great. I'd rather have someone completely that I have no idea because Barbara Gordon. It's a big role. You know, Eventually she becomes Batgirl. So hopefully maybe we will see her as Batgirl for season three of Titans. Cannot wait for this. I and mean, this season looks to be huge. If we're going to get Barbara Gordon and we're getting Red Hood. Oh, baby. I just would have thought that something like this would have come out a long time ago. If the season was in much deeper production, why would a Barbara Gordon casting choice just come out now? Is this show season farther away than we think? Uh, I, I'm sure COVID didn't help. Yeah, I don't know. I would have thought like, I feel like the first two seasons came out in the same year, like the beginning and the end of 2019. Both. Oh, well, but then you think then 2020 happened. They're getting ready to film. Bam. COVID happened. Shut down everything. Delayed everything. Pushed everything back. Then, you know, it is what it Delayed. is. The way you said that it was just like family. Bam, he's a piece of candy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pow, right in the kisser. Uh, yeah, I, I again, I like the unknown. I always did. That's why I think Stargirl was so cool. You had the supporting cast, you know, like Luke Wilson. He was the you know, and Amy Smart. The, those were the big names. But the the you know, Courtney was who the hell? I never heard of her before Stargirl, and she was fantastic. Yep. So I love that when you bring an unknown role. I mean, they got to get their name somewhere. So. Uh, this I'm all for. I looked her up on IMDb. I really couldn't find anything outside of the uh, smaller independent film. So Savannah Welch, welcome to Titans season three. We may actually be getting a Dungeons and Dragons live action series. I don't know if this is different than the Chris Pine rumored project or if this is the Chris Pine rumored project. All I know is that I don't play the game. You don't play the game, but I think we would both be open to watching this. Yeah, I mean, dude dragons live action show i mean i'll never play the the that board game i know like i've heard they could be like five ten hours even longer than that i'm good there but you give me a show about you know some kind of like castles dragons like i'm there oh don't tell me your mic went out no i'm just waiting for you to transition to gaming Oh my god! I was like, oh my god! I actually forgot it was the last one. Oh, I'm keeping god. that in, by the way. Oh, I'm that's keeping, fine. That's fine. Yeah, I'm keeping that. And let me take over this huge gaming space that we have. <laughs> it's enormous tonight. Let's talk about the Resident Evil showcase. And I think, that, listen, there's a lot of stories inside of this, so it's not like, oh, it happened. It was 30 minutes. Go watch it. Bye. Um, there was a lot of cool stuff. I don't think anything blew the roof off the doors and and uh, i love that saying it's it's fake but uh <laughs> blow the roof off. it's 06 lno fantasy focus football podcast i stole the line don't kill me um it it gave us a lot of what i wanted and unfortunately the two big other announcements were leaked ahead of time so i saw them so that got, that kind of sucked i was hoping for a little bit more we did not get a resident evil 4 remake tease 
so don't go into this with too high of expectations around other projects. This was really centered around Resident Evil Village, RE8, um, and, and what that's going to look like. We got a brand new trailer. It looks utterly fucking phenomenal. We got the first gameplay ever. It looks so good, so smooth. And we got some news. Uh, it's going to come to PlayStation 4 and, and Xbox One on top of the new consoles. Was hoping, was hoping it would be next gen only. Um, selfishly, I don't. I'm kind of over. It's coming to PS4 as well because that means they're tailoring the game to make it have to run on a PS4 as opposed to just optimizing the experience, which is I talked about a little bit last week. I can't remember what game it was um, that I'm not loving that thought. But what I heard was that the RE uh, that the PS5 version of Resident Evil Village will not have loading screens. Oh, wow. I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's that's what I had heard uh, through the developer grapevine on Twitter uh, that they that it won't have loading screens. I actually heard it from GameSpot. So if you want to talk about a reputable source, GameSpot's up there. So um, I'm excited for that. If if so facto, you know, but what did you think of this? You know, we'll really stick on the village stuff for now. The gameplay, you know, demo and the trailer. I mean, it, it looked beautiful. I mean, what they could do graphically, it, it like you said, it looks smooth as hell. I'm sure it's going to be scary as hell. I don't know what they got going on with these giants that are going on. Creepy shit. Got a guy wielding around basically Molnir on steroids. <laughs> I, I, this, I, I know the Resident Evil fans are, they are definitely hype as shit. Pre-orders are going in right now. I think his name's Heisenberg too, because they mentioned somebody named Heisenberg and that the main villain has a little brother. I think that that guy you're referring to was the little brother. I think his name is Heisenberg, uh, which I think is probably a nod to Breaking Bad, but you know, I digress. Um, we saw the merchant, the merchant returns from RE4, but it's now a giant fat dude uh, in, a, in the back of a truck. And that yeah. to me was glorious in all, in all. Yeah, I saw, I saw the chat going crazy. So the fans were going crazy. They were loving that. Um, it was cool. I I was just thinking to myself. I was talking a couple places. I was like, I was I don't know if I'll get it just because I haven't played Resident Evil since like three or four. Yeah, but and here's why. And I wanted to wait till we jumped on the show to talk to you about this. So, Resident Evil Seven, Resident Evil Biohazard Seven. Um, it was the first time the series went to first person. It completely shifted to a story around a character named Ethan Winters who has to rescue his girlfriend named Maya. And you go to the Baker estate and, and craziness unfolds. And so you don't, it doesn't pick up from six or five or four or three or two or one. It's its own independent story. And in Resident Evil Village in eight, it's the same character. You're playing as Ethan again, which is great for continuity's sake. And it's in first person again. So it's keeping the Resident Evil 7 style, keeping the Resident Evil 7 characters. Chris Redfield comes into Resident Evil 7, uh, and he's going to be a mainstay in 8. So you're going to know the you know some of the side characters. You're going to be able to get excited about some of those familiar faces that you know and love from your time as a kid with Resident Evil. But, but I think again, the biggest... I, I, was, I was never one to really play it that much. I always used to kind of watch Machi and Carmen play back in the day. This it's a different game. It's a, yeah, a but it doesn't your type style is it, different than that tanky third person it shoulder. It doesn't it doesn't get me hype like a Devil May Cry or God of War or something like that. Like I saw Devil it, May Cry was it. just what RE4 was supposed to be. I mean I, like, I, I, I know that it was supposed to be Devil May Cry, then it changed into something different, and they realized they had something better. But for it just for whatever reason for me, 
Resident Evil isn't, it's not a game that I need to go dive in. I can appreciate the shit out of it. Like I told you, I'll watch gameplay. That's a game that I think I would enjoy watching rather than playing. But here's, I didn't even get to the best part. So with the you whole- You can tell Resident me Kratos is in it, and I don't think it would still get me enough to get this game. But you don't I'm have, to, but my point is with seven, it's available for free to you right now. So even if you wanted to say, you know what, it might not be my game, but let me just dive in. Let me just try it out. You could do so for free. It's a part of that PS Plus collection that you get access to. Yeah, I hear you, but who the fuck is Ethan? If you're not Leon, I don't want nobody. Then, then what's the why? Then why let anything new in any franchise? Like, why would you ever accept any new character? Like, it's it's just it's just be open, be open to Uh, the new. I'm sorry, I'm open. It's just the game didn't speak to me to play it. Is all, Greg. That's all. It's got a free free demo. (laughs) No, dude, that that's like all well and greatest. I have already so much. Like right now is my break of games. Like I haven't even finished. I didn't even beat the Devil May Cry yet for for the PS5. I I just kind of stepped away. I felt like I was game heavy. There's so many shows that I kept slipping back on. So many movies that I got to watch. That's I I feel like it's just my, there's there's I need a little cool down. Little you do cool have down. a lot of catching up to do with with the with the shows. You do have a lot of catch up to do with the TV shows, dude. Do there's so much stuff. I'm almost like overwhelmed. Like I get so overwhelmed where it's like I don't want to do nothing. I just want to like relax. I don't even want to watch nothing. I did, you know, I don't have nothing. I didn't start nothing. You know, where you're, you're right before you start that next show, you're like, oh, I don't want if I want to start anything yet. Like that's where that's the boat I'm in right now. Yeah, it gave you gameplay, it gave you a trailer, it gave you everything you wanted. And if you're a PlayStation Five owner, you get access to a an exclusive PS Five demo available right now. It's called the Maiden, and it's not tied to the main story. Uh, I think somebody let it slip that it's part of the DLC. RE7 did the same thing with Kitchen. It actually turned out to be a hidden VHS tape that you find in in the game. And if you put it into a VCR, you get to watch the demo again. It was actually really clever. Um, I'm assuming this is going to take place similar. They said there's no combat. There's not even like defense in it. It's really more for get your, you know, get the controls, get the visuals, get the sound, the audio design get you know the the atmosphere and really immerse yourself into that so i'm looking forward to, to turning the lights off and playing maiden tonight as a matter of fact and so next week i can maybe talk about it uh re8 as soon as it becomes available on amazon this put me over the edge i am getting the playstation 5 version 100 percent again though i wish that it was a playstation 5 and xbox series x and steam or epic game storks you know only I wish they didn't go backwards and make it for last gen. It kind of takes the shine off of paying five hundred dollars for a brand new console when I could have just played it on the old one. No, I I could see how that would kind of tick you off a little bit. Just give me shit that I can only play on the new one. I know that uh, it's new and I know that uh, they're tough to come by, but uh, yeah, we would not be yeah. enough to snag them. I hear, but again, you know they know that they're 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 thinking how they're going to make more money and releasing on both systems knowing that the ps5 is shortened right now and it, it just makes PS4 sense has a hundred million in the wild so yeah. it doesn't hurt uh you know it's it's funny when before i got a ps5 i was like oh i cannot wait to play the ps4 versions i'm so happy it's coming there and then you get a ps5 you're like what what are these simps doing i'll never <laughs> buy a ps4 game again i stand ps5 uh yeah so it was really cool it wasn't actually as long as i thought it was going to be you can yeah, check I, thought, it out. I definitely thought it was going to be longer. 
yeah, you can check it out in 15 minutes, maybe 20 at tops. Uh, but definitely check out the trailer. Definitely check out the gameplay. See if this style is for you. And if you're a PlayStation 5 um, owner and you have PS Plus, uh, it's available for free. At least the seventh one is. And you can go try out RE7 to see if you like the characters, like the atmosphere, like the first personness of it. So you can dive into Resident Evil Village. Coming, by the way, in May. I think it's May 7th. Yeah, got it was that, May 7th. That's, that's really close. So I'm re- you get Bowser's Fury, uh, Super Mario 3 World in uh, February. You get pretty light in March, I think. But then April is new Pokemon Snap and May is Resident Evil. It's starting to come together. 2021 games starting to come together. But I, th- I think that the biggest news for the Resident Evil for me was when at the end they, they added the movie. They gave you a little bit of look into the into the Netflix, not the live action that we've heard so much about, or not the Netflix TV series. This is the CG live action film that's coming, I think, this year. Yep. They gave us a, a bigger look into that. That was hyped too. And 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 your boy Leon is in it. Yeah, like that is something a hundred percent I will watch. Well, just wait till the RE4 remake gets announced for 2023 and you can buy it then. We'll see what happens. And the last story we got, Sony Santa Monica is working on a new game that is not God of War. They had put out a uh, job listing for an art director on a new franchise or on a new project, I should say. So not God of War. Um, And uh, that's really cool. That tells me either Ragnarok is a smaller Lost Legacy, Miles Morales style thing. And a lot of their team is focused on that or or that this game is fucking five years away, whatever this unannounced thing is. And they are putting all their chips in on Ragnarok. Now it's a full blown sequel that they're only doing in two years, which is nuts. I absolutely think that that's getting delayed into 2022. PlayStation literally the other day put out a trailer for all of their games. And at the end of the trailer had all these release dates for all of these games. And God of war wasn't on there, even though they said 2021. So, you know, now it wasn't in the trailer either. So something can be said there. Now we haven't had a look at it yet. So maybe that's the reason I still think this is 2022, but regardless, doesn't matter. We hope not. We definitely hope not. Sony Santa Monica working on a new franchise. That's really exciting for me, especially after all the great things they did. Even outside of 2018's God of War, Santa Monica is a, an A-plus Sony-exclusive studio, so I'm definitely excited to see what they got cooking. Whew. Wow. We, we, did yo, we, ba- we battled through, bro. We battled through. We did through. this whole show in the time it took us to do uh, what half the show last time. If that doesn't tell you the art of the possible, we can do this every week if we wanted to. Uh, oh, Sam, end us, off, end us off with your CGC spotlight. CGC Spotlight, we're almost done to my Batman 2-11 run. This week, it is Batman number 10, which is Catwoman appearance in a new costume. I have it in a 4-5 off-white white pages. It came out in April, May 1942. You have a green Schiff and Finger stories. Bob Kane and Jerry Robinson art. Fred Ray and Jerry Robinson cover. It's just a classic Jerry Robinson cover. I remember I actually won this... I think it was Comic Connect maybe two or three years ago when I got it like under $400 under GPA. So I was very happy to pick this book up. <clears throat> there's actually, there's only 159 universal copies on the CGC census. 
the highest grade being there is one loan 9.2, there is one 90, 485s, 780s, and 1445s on the census. First store we have up is called the Princess of Plunder. At the mansion of Margarita Tone, she is hosting a party and she invites her guests to participate in a scavenger hunt. After she gives the guests the items they must find, she goes into her room, revealing herself as the Princess of Plunder, the Catwoman. And she gathers her gang and giving them instructions about what to steal and use in, this, in the scavenger hunt as an alibi if they are captured. Various criminals get away with their alibi, but a couple of them are spotted by Batman and Robin breaking inside a house. After a short struggle, the thugs use the alibi and Batman calls to Margarita Tone's home where Catwoman answers and confirms the version of the thugs. However, Batman recognizes her voice and decides to investigate the next party held by Margarita Tone herself. So he goes in the next party. It's a Halloween party. He's dressed as Batman. He goes Batman and there's plenty of other Batman. So kind of madness ensues. Little funny story here. But the real note is a little trivia in the other story that the aisle that time forgot. Batman and Robin confront a mechanical dinosaur, which would become an iconic piece of memorabilia in the Batcave. So if you know, like the animated series, you know, you see like he's got the Joker card, he's got a giant penny, and there's then there's that Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's from this issue, Batman 10. So I thought that was a cool little neat trivia that when you always see inside the Batcave, when you see the T-Rex, that it's from this issue. That was your spotlight for Batman number 10. And this was episode 221.5. Uh, yeah, literally uh, 0.5. It's almost 11 o'clock. I just don't know how I'm going to have it in me to edit this show. <sighs> but if there's a will, there's a way. But I got so fucking easy for you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you could just go to bed. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging with us. We appreciate it. We appreciate your patience, even though we never had to say anything. We could have just done it, and it would have just been a nice hour-long show, and you could have been like, holy shit, they don't just talk all the time. <laughs> uh, but no, we wanted to be upfront and transparent as to why we were kind of rushing through at least the first half of the show. And we appreciate you for hanging around so, so much. Uh, you all mean the world to us, and we'll see you next week for episode two. You know us. We only live a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> <laughs>